if everything were to be gone again, how to build themselves up again from scratch. So I want to set them up with a really strong foundation. The same way my parents taught me, build up your education, get a solid foundation. Then whatever happens, even if you lose it all, there's always the opportunity to build it again. We're here to empower high income earners to gain back control of your time through financial independence and stop trading your time for money and start letting your money work harder for you. And hey, if you want to meet other high income earners on their FIRE journey, join our High Income Earners FIRE Facebook group. Every month we'll have guest speakers and we'll share about what our team is currently working on and allow you to share what you are working on with other high income earners. High Income Earners FIRE podcast is brought to you today by Bonavest Capital, where we partner with investors to build up passive income through real estate syndications and start living a lifestyle by design. As well as Say Yes Stock Option Investing, where we show high income earners how to generate consistent cash flow with your phone and accelerate your journey to financial freedom. So hello, everyone. Welcome back to the High Income Earners Fire Podcast. I'm Cody Ye. And today, again, surprisingly, out with my co-host, Aline Prague. And today, we're going to switch things up a little bit. Instead of just interviewing other guests, our great guests, and we have heard a lot of feedback from our audiences that they want to hear more from us, our perspective. They want more of our voice into it. So this episode, we're actually going to pick a topic that's really hot and really common. We get asked that a lot, which is why you don't want to skip the journey and head to the destination. So why do you want to get hand down something and you want to go through really all the ups and downs in the journey before you get to the destination. So today we're going to focus on that. And I'm going to throw out the first question to Eileen and ask her on what's her experience on this topic. I think it's so important to really focus in on the journey because if you just focus on the destination, you're always reaching and you're never satisfied. If you enjoy the journey along the way, you're able to focus on the things that really matter. And then you're satisfied and you're able to be grateful for the things that you've accomplished on the path and your journey along the way. You have a story to tell. If you just jump down to the destination, there's no gratification. It's like always looking and chasing for the next thing. Once you reach that destination, then what's next? Mm -hmm. Once you reach the next destination, what's next? You know, mm -hmm. there's never a sense of satisfaction and a sense of accomplishment. And so once you enjoy the journey along the way, you're basically able to appreciate and to really hone in and focus on, you know, how grateful you are, what are the things that you've accomplished and really embrace that. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. And I think a lot of younger generation now, because they were so immersed in all the social media that they want instant gratification. So if they see someone who are successful with a lot of followers, might not mean they're successful, but a lot of people use that as a definition. They actually don't see the journey where they came from. And a lot of smarter social media people will share that just to keep everyone reality in check. But most of the younger side of people, they just say, you know what, if he owns a great car, what do I do to get that car right now? Right. So they don't really focus on, you know, like what we just talked about in the last podcast is building your branding, building the proof of concept, going through the ups and downs, making the mistakes yourself first before you start bringing other people on board and teach them about stuff. Right. So I think that's a really important concept from my standpoint. And what do you think, Natalie? No, totally. I totally agree. Because let's say 
now you've made it, you've made that success, you've gotten that car that you've always been wanting for. Are you satisfied or are you still eyeing and looking for the next thing? Are you still looking and not fulfilled within your life? You're never satisfied. And so you're always jumping around, jumping around, which is fine, you know, but at the same time, you're just looking for the next best thing. And it doesn't really give you that sense of fulfillment once you are able to buy that car, buy that giant house, because has anything changed after that? Is your happiness increased? Are you elevated in your life? Have you enjoyed the journey along the way? Or did you just get that one instant sense of gratification? And then now you're looking for the next thing to get you that instant sense of gratification. And that's really great. And I was going to ask you because I don't have kids yet, but I know you have young kids and soon you'll probably have to kind of groom them in your own way and all that. And I'm sure this is one of the things you want to teach them is that we're not going to hand it down to you. Whatever portfolio you have, whatever wealth you have, you're going to have to work for it, but you will provide them with the environment, right? They're not going to live in scarcity mindset. You're going to have a roof over their head, food on the table, but that's pretty much it. I'll teach you how to do it, but I'm not going to give you money to do it, right? Kind of thing. Is that kind of your idea of letting your kids enjoy their journey? I want the kids to be able to stand on their own two feet. If I hand off everything over to them without teaching them all the foundation, the basics, then that doesn't serve them in any way. It's just going to set them up for failure because all they know is how to enjoy the benefits from there. They don't know the hard work that is involved in getting to that spot. So what if one day everything goes away from them. How are they going to build themselves up again? You know, And so it's going to be very difficult if I don't teach them the foundation and the steps it takes to get to where they are today and get to where we are today and be able to, if everything were to be gone again, how to build themselves up again from scratch. So I want to set them up with a really strong foundation. The same way my parents taught me, you know, build up your education, get a solid foundation. And then whatever happens, even if you lose it all, there's always the opportunity to build it again. Yeah, that's a very good point. So how exactly do you kind of envision that for your kids? Like, again, we're not educational about kids channel, but just that because Eileen's, you know, Eileen's very young and I'm not going to say her age, but young <laughs> mom. And this is raising the next generation, right? You have very young kids. So the next generation, how do you going to help them with that? and not letting them skip the journey and not focusing on all the social media stuff and all that. Like, how do you envision that? Because I heard a lot from all these parents is that they worry about raising their kids in this generation. So how do you kind of put that into their brain? How do you actually envision doing that? Have you started thinking about that or? I think about that all the time and everything with parenthood is an experiment and you just try to do the best that you can provide them the best environment that you're able to and really try to create a strong structure for themselves so that they can not be influenced by all this noise in the world, especially social media, because there's so many things that you can't protect your kids from on social media. There's so much access to everything on social media. So how can we prevent that? Or how can we protect them a little bit? So when they are exposed to that, they know how to handle themselves. They know how to you know, block out some of that noise, that negativity that's out there. So how do we do that? We try to build up their confidence now, their education, and build up their values and their morals and how we approach ourselves and how we step up every day and show up, you know, and try to emulate that and show our kids. And hopefully by 
exposure and by living our lives the way that we expect them to, they can follow suit and they can see it and they can apply it for themselves as they get older. And you can't protect them from everything, but at the same time, we do our best to try to prepare them for what may come down the road so that they are strong enough to face those things. Mm -hmm. And do you foresee anything that's coming down like in the future with everything we're going with? There's... Yeah. On, you know, on social media, there's so many different things that are going on. So much information, so much negativity and access. So in today's, I already know how much the access they can get. You know, I think I listened to this one like talk the other day. And so they were talking about, you know, you let your kids sit and watch YouTube. And they did this experiment where they just let YouTube run. And with the algorithms that had happened, 10 videos down, you started off with a simple, very innocent cartoon. 10 videos down because of the algorithms and the way that people structured the tags and hashtags and targeting, the 10th video becomes very strange and very violent. And it was just a really interesting experiment because if you don't monitor that, if you don't protect them from that, it's very easy to go down this rabbit hole and get them exposed to these things that you really don't want them to be exposed to. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, you know, monitoring and being proactive about what they're watching and just sharing with them, you know, our different values and what they should be looking at and, you know, how we can encourage them and embrace them and share more knowledge with them like the right way instead of having to focus on all this other negativity. That's a very, very good point. And I know we're going to take this kids kind of topic, put it aside a little bit. We're going to stay true to our title of the podcast, which is high income earners fire. So how do you envision our audience who are high income earners? How would this apply to them? Skipping the, don't want them to skip the journey and just let's say if high income earners, they earn a certain amount of money, they credit investor, all that. And all of a sudden, boom, we'll give you 10 apartment buildings. You're done. So how does apply to them? Because I have heard many times in my circle that some of their kids don't want to inherit their parents' 10 apartment building that fully pay off. So <laughs> for high income earners, how do you- I am available. <laughs> I am available, by the way. <laughs> if they don't want it, I am available. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> yeah. My parents were just like, you know what? Worst comes to worst, we're going to give it to charity and just have a self-sustaining, I forgot what's the word for it, but self-sustaining charity. But how does that like apply to high income earners, like our listeners who want to do it themselves or people who just want passive things, but they still, you know, don't want to just skip the journey and go to the destination. Like, how do you think this applied to them? I don't think like in that situation there, I don't think they really appreciate the opportunity that has just been handed to them. They they don't really understand the power of what it could do for themselves and for their lives because it was just so easy. It's like, oh, there for them. And so if they don't see the entire journey, if they don't work for it, if they don't get to appreciate all the different steps and the milestones and they're not enjoying it on their way, how are they going to appreciate this exceptional gift that was just handed down to them? And so it's looking at it as a whole and trying to figure out, you know, how can we enjoy the journey along the way? How can we learn and build upon ourselves and be grateful and understand and be able to take what was given to us and continue to expand that and grow that? Because that has just been a huge foundation that was just handed over to them. And to be able to take that and leverage it going forward, it's going to be huge. But what about you? What do you think? I think I cannot really tell from everyone's experience, but from my own, really, you know, I share this 
across the social media is that, you know, I'm an immigrant. I came to Canada with a student visa at the age of 18. And that's when I really grow up taking full responsibility of my life, making all the decision, right? And I didn't learn anything about money because I was very fortunate enough that my parents were paying for my international tuition fee and university. You know, not to say without bumps and hurdles or that, I almost drop out second year because that was around 2010. That's when the stock market crashed and all that. And, you know, my parents at that time were not in harmony. They were not making the best decisions. So they were trying to fight who's going to pay and all that. And, you know, last minute someone paid, but almost didn't happen. They kind of borrowed money and all that. So that was a journey for sure. And then after that, I learned, you know, about investing in stocks. And I was day trader, learned from a coach between 2015 to 2017. While I was exploring that, uh, that option of just trading on your phone for a few minutes per day, about an hour per week. But that didn't all just hand it down to me. It's not like someone give me a course. Someone give me something just say, I give you $1 million, go live your life, right? I went through all the struggles from immigrant to engineering, graduated, trying to learn business, into working a corporate job, a lot of overtime investing boring stocks into a second job as a day trader and I start investing in real estate and then start having my own course like one-on-one coaching for stock investing and then coming up with a course and then found out what people really want more from the course and start with a mastermind right now so like for me that's all a journey and I really truly enjoy it and I know not everyone enjoys it but if you're truly passionate about what you're doing and you really like the game this is truly enjoyable. If I would just hand $2 million or $1 million at the age of 22 and say, Cody, you don't have to work any day after that. And I've seen that because we're an immigrant family. We have a lot of second generation people here. And truth to be told, I don't think they're very happy. You know, they, they wear the best designer clothes. They have the most exotic car you can get. And they hang out, you know, they drink almost every day. And they hang out with the people that will be able to do the same with them. But I think deep down, they're really, really empty and because they're already and you know their mentality is kind of like yeah if i don't do well i make a phone call and the money is in but that kind of takes away the whole fun right because they're kind of very fragile right all of a sudden if they take away that they don't have any skills they don't really know how to lift down to earth life they don't know how to cook for themselves a lot of them <laughs> and just do the basic things right and they don't really appreciate that and i think that's really lacking of that gratitude for them and that journey for them because they were just handed to their destination and i think a lot of their parents are actually rethinking about that but they can't take it back anymore and i know a lot then can i try to reverse it but they were getting a lot of fight back from just the kids right because if we already shown the easier way how many people are willing to go through the hard way now? Yeah. Right. So it's always easier to go from the hard way and then go into the easier way. It's kind of like, you know, you can eat instant noodle. If you're used to eating instant noodle, now eating ramen is a lot easier. But if you're already used to eating a lobster ramen and now is that you got to eat instant noodle every day, it's so tough for <laughs> most people. And a lot of time, toughness is just from different perspective too, right? Like what's tough for me might not be tough for you, right? So I yeah. think that just, yeah, sorry, I go blur on and keep talking about all of this. But uh. no, you know, I think as humans and as people, our desire is to consistently grow and to learn. And that's how we find a lot of fulfillment in what we do on a day to day basis. If how many of our high income earners guests have we had on the show? And we've asked them, if you were to become a billionaire tomorrow, what would you do? What would your day look like? 
What yeah. was the answer? Yeah. All of them have a very similar answer. Their day to day would look almost just exactly as it is today. Nothing would really change. And so they are loving what they're doing. They are enjoying the journey. They're working, but they don't really consider it working because they have a choice to do it. You know, they've already reached their financial independence, but they are enjoying the journey along the way and their lives would just be continuing on. Nothing would really change. Yeah, totally agree. So for all your listeners, for our, this special episode, if you're on your way to fire journey and you're grinding through your journey, trust me and trust Eileen, we've been there, we're still in it and we're still really enjoying it. A lot of our people who are guests on our podcast are very established, but you're still going through it. Just uh, having the peace of mind that you have a financial freedom, time freedom, location freedom, will just make everything else a lot more fun. And it's not just about survival anymore. Now it's more of a passionate project. And I think that's a good place to be in. And if you're someone who is already kind of there, you have a big, you know, big nest egg, but you want to let your money keep growing for you so you can continue to have the same lifestyle. Again, we have many guests on there. You have reached that and, you know, you can partner with people that already done that through real estate, through stocks, through hedge fund, venture capital. And, every different things and of course do your due diligence but you know that will be a different journey for you your journey will be kind of know how to do your due diligence who to trust and again that will be the journey for you so everyone has different journey and then i hope everyone enjoyed this one-off episode if you guys like it let ellie and myself know we'll make more of it it would just be one of these common questions where we really expand on it so you guys can know more about our brand why we do this podcast and to share our value on top of just interviewing our guests. All the links mentioned in this episode are included in the show notes. And if you love this episode, please leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes. The link is also included in the show notes. And we would really appreciate your help in spreading the word to more high income earners on how they too can maximize both their time and money. Also, if you still haven't joined our high income earners Facebook group, you are missing out on high income earners community where we help each other reach our own version of fire. 